0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this month's Monero Meet. At the moment, it's just me. We're having some other people jump in here in a few minutes. But I wanted to get it started because it's already after 2 Central. And there's a lot of stuff that's happened in the last month. So to those who have never been to a Monero Meet before, this is meant to be a casual live stream conversation. If you have any questions about Monero, news, events, background, technicals, whatever, leave a comment in the the YouTube chat, I'll be watching that and be able to go through those. But I hope everyone's having a great month. Um, it's actually been a little bit longer than a month since we've actually had one of these. So, uh, apologies for being a bit longer. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the delay there. But we're here now. So, well, thanks everyone for joining. Um, so we've, you know, quite a few things are going on in the Monero ecosystem. I can go through some of the basic news here. So, first, uh, the Monero CON planning is continuing sadly this year we no longer have a monero village they wanted to not reference any particular project in the villages this this year so they asked that we change it to be uh you know the cryptocurrency village this year which although it it does suck for some reasons it still gives us a good opportunity to have a big hand in planning the broader cryptocurrency village which i think is in many ways more responsibility than we otherwise had before so i think that's really cool um, so that is happening the first weekend in August. Quite a few people are going to be there. There is a concurrent uh, a Monero party that is happening that Saturday, which is really, really cool. Um, and I encourage everyone to go. So that is on uh, monerosound.com uh, where the details are there. I think they have an announcement coming later today. So keep keep an eye out for, for all those details um, because the Monero parties are always quite exciting. So it'd be good to see you all there also. Um, yeah, it seems like Andres is joining here in a second and and Scott seems to be also wanting to join here also. Um, so, uh, what else? Oh, if you do happen, I just want to drop this in real quick. If you're watching this and you're an undergraduate student um, who is interested in cryptocurrencies, Magic, which is a nonprofit, has a scholarship program closing on Monday, this Monday. So this weekend, if you want to work on that, get that in. You can go to magicgrants.org and fill in a scholarship application to get that in. Um, hey, Andres, welcome.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Um, you know, doing what I can to fulfill to, to the news by myself. You know how it is sometimes. <laughs>
1: yes, I know. Let's do the weekly, no, the weekly, no, monthly. L- less than monthly Monero news.
0: Yeah, we're good at doing everything doing them every four weeks so it actually was slightly more than just monthly on average but uh yeah this this past one was delayed by I don't know three or so weeks so oh well we'll get we'll we'll continue on a normal schedule after defcon for sure um so that's, I don't know, soon, I, yeah soon trademark yeah <laughs> Defcon <laughs> is pretty soon defcon really is soon so if you're gonna be in Vegas l- let us know um did you, did you see Andres about the whole Havino BISC privacy um, leak that they reported?
1: The, the, re, the report that Havino did.
0: Yeah. The one that Havino reported to the BISC team that was present in BISC.
1: No, I don't know the technical details about that. I saw that the Havino reported an issue that the BISC team had, which I think is great. And it's a nice way to show that collaboration is possible.
0: Yeah, to give some background, it used to be the case that to try and facilitate trades, someone could show up um, for like a Bitcoin to US dollar exchange, for example, and someone could say, yes, I'm willing to sell you my Bitcoin for the US dollars, or or, uh, I'm willing to sell you US dollars for your Bitcoin. So provide me with your USD deposit details. And they would get them before they'd actually commit the Bitcoin. And so then they'd run away. In theory, someone could have just run away when just grabbed your, you know, your bank account details or Venmo details or whatever it was that you're trying to settle. So um,
1: so it was a way without doing any trade for somebody to get your information. I mean,
0: basically, yes. Now, I mean, you still need to share some information to actually allow the transaction to go through, but they no longer get the info without committing to actually do a trade. <laughs> so okay. um, it's it's certainly better off uh, than, than before. Kind of for
1: free, let's say.
0: Exactly. Like with yeah, exactly. There was no there's no evidence that this was widespread or that it even was done ever. Um, if it was widespread that people were constantly bailing and running away, their support mm-hmm. team probably would have gotten reports of it. But <laughs> 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 it was interesting because I heard from um I heard from the BISC team while I was in Miami, they had, a, they had a booth there and they were, were saying that they were getting a lot of reports of users, like putting up Bitcoin to trade for Monero. And then, so they already deposited, like locked up their Bitcoin as the bond and then took the Monero, like, uh, so sorry, one party would put up the Bitcoin, then the other party would send the, the Monero. And then as instead of confirming they did receive the Monero they would just never communicate with anybody else ever again and so then they would end up having to lose their bitcoin deposit which ideally someone would not prefer to do so they were they were kind of curious if if you have thoughts about why that might be occurring uh
1: let us know (laughs) but um so what would it be that like a way to de-anonymize Monero holders doing that paying Paying with Bitcoin to just to know who, who has Monero, basically, who is willing to trade Monero.
0: I guess that's possible, but that's a pretty expensive way to do it. Yeah. Like all they needed to say was, <laughs> yes, we received the Monero, right? And it'd probably yeah. be less noticeable then because the yeah. trade would have gone as like you wouldn't have to sit through this really annoying support process to finally confirm, yes, we did actually send the real Monero. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It, it doesn't make much sense. So I, yeah. I, it surprised me and it surprised them and we don't really know what's up.
1: It is strange, but the, the, I mean, the takeaway here besides the bugs is that if we have to explain it like this, the user experience for decentralized exchanges is still, still a long, long way to go for it to be mainstream. I mean, uh, look, look at us. We have to explain that. Okay, the, the user is locking up their Bitcoin, and then the, the, it's very difficult to understand. And and I, I guess that we will have we'll still seeing like these kinds of bugs or, or issues as long as the user base is still small. You know, if this happened on um, on an exchange that millions of people used, everything will just blow right up it, the next day. And I don't know the numbers of Bisc, but I am sure that it is way lower than they should, because of the usability. I mean, of the UX. And the same will be will go for Haveno, which uh, we all know that has the the pro of being based on Monero instead of Bitcoin. But besides that, the same issues are going to remain still. And the same will be faced by by the commit by the commit the atomic swaps. All of them. I mean, the technical part could be sold, but you still have the, the UX side and for people to meet each other or to uh, to know and agree on a price and do a whole, the rest of the thing. That I think we are not, some people are talking about that, but I think we are not talking enough about that. And it's going to lag behind the the technical feasibility of doing, actually, atomic swaps. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fair. You can have the technology like we do right now, but it requires a command line tool, sorry, command line tool, and it's not something <laughs> that everyone's just going like, to run with. Um, like the device needs to be online during the swap, right? So, oh no, yeah. my phone lost battery. You have to deal with all those cases. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or, oh no, I'm
1: going through a tunnel. <laughs> I remember, yeah, please don't do atomic swaps while you are. But yeah, even even though I mean I, I I swear I studied the whole logic behind mm-hmm. atomic swaps. Um, they explained it to me twice. It was a pretty nice graphic. I, I think I, sometime I should make like a easier version of that, so it's only for people to appreciate.
0: Ah, he froze and dropped. I'm sure I'll be back in a second. Um, but yeah, on is a really good designer. I'm sure that he'll be able to come up with some really awesome stuff for people. Um, just reading through chat here real quick. We're saying from a TV. Hi everyone. Welcome Lovera. Thanks for, thanks for joining. Uh, greetings from Mexico. Well, thanks for being here. <laughs> now one quick question came in, uh, when's atomic swaps, BT6MR will be provided. How long will it take with Litecoin, Doge, ETH? Um, so I'm not sure what the specific plans are for Monero swaps with other assets, really. Um, the way Monero, Monero Atomic Swaps were currently with Bitcoin, it really relies heavily on Bitcoin side. <laughs> like, it really uses as few things on Monero as possible, just because it's easier to do with everything else. Um, so, that's uh, that's that's kind of a situation. I, I can't speak for any other team's plans for trying to integrate this with anything else, um, especially Ethereum. But BTCXMR is certainly available right now. You can do it. And Comet Network put out a um, like a, a final stable release, effectively given the, the protocol limitations of Monero. And also, hey Scott, hey, you joined like right as Andres dropped. So I don't know. You, you took a spot.
2: Okay. <laughs> you left so quickly, but
0: nice background, by the way.
2: Thanks. So,
0: I should learn how yeah. to set that up. I have never just—I've just never tried. I'm sure it's not hard. But are you using OBS for that, or are you using something else?
2: Uh, I bought a Logitech Cam. I think it's the nine two two A, and it came with a copy of like uh, an app called ChromaCam. I think it was called Personify back in the day. Um, and it's it's what I use, I'm sure there's probably better open, or at least open source kind of based stuff like OBS, but it's this is pretty quick plug and play kind of stuff. So Got it. maybe in the future I'll try better tech, but <laughs> it works well enough. I know the headphones are a little bit spazzy and whatnot, but Jitsi
0: and OBS—I I, I don't think I've actually tried the OBS Ninja Blurring, but they do worry that it like destroys your CPU. So I've been, I've been conservative at using it. Um, The Jitsi one definitely, like, you turn that on and you're like, oh my god, this is awful. Like, it just is awful. I'm sorry, but it is. Um, So hopefully that gets a little bit better, but, oh. Um, Yeah, we're just, I guess, wrapping up quick atomic swap discussions. Andres was saying how he wanted to make a a, a better infographic to help explain it to people. Hopefully he'll be able to rejoin to talk about that. Um, But um conversely like o- other interesting stuff going on and i know this isn't like strictly related to monero but like in the monero related ecosystem of things that are either forked from or <laughs> or working on the process of integrating with monero um both haven and Thorchain had significant vulnerabilities within the last time since we had a monero meet like haven is going they they had several issues. People were able to print money, and they were able to arb trade using the like built in mechanics to severely uh, profit from Haven holders, <laughs> basically from the network. Like the older, the other holders in the network, and Thorchain had some limitation with their nodes, such that people were able to. I mean, the details are pretty sparse, but people were able to mint funds with Thorchain. Also, um, I don't know if. Do you know if they're able to like mint Rune or what exactly happened there? But um, in any case, they're, they're talking about like substantial number of ETH equivalent or ETH actually, to be honest, don't entirely know um, because the details are still pretty light, but you know, millions of dollars on both chains that have been impacted uh, in the last month. So um, I mean, it, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks for them. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> just wanted to make sure that we we covered that today, um, because it was pretty significant and, uh, you know, speaks to why it's important to have, you know, to be be really cautious about not only just a game theory, because on, on Haven, in part, it was a game theory problem that, that was exploited. And then on the other part, it was an actual like cryptography problem. (laughs) So they had a two, a double whammy. Um, so that sucks for them. Um, were you were you following that closely? I know Seth, who couldn't be here today, uh, had some posts about uh, this in in some more specific detail. But um, it it doesn't really look good for anybody. And the, they you know Thorchain says that they plan to cover the. It's kind of funny they they say no one will lose money because they're going to cover the losses that existed, but people will lose money because, um, rune depreciated and the whole system is built on runes. So like. People have lost money, even if no one's gotten money, or even if the stolen funds are replenished, people still lost out. Um, yeah. So, and on the, the Haven side, um, they're, they're rolling back the blockchain. So, crazy stuff in the crypto land. Um, so, I, I don't know how much that directly impacts any of the viewers here, but I did wanted to mention it. I'm sorry. What real question came in asking if Colvary is dead? Yes. To all intents and purposes, Colvary is dead. Monero doesn't integrate Colvary has no plans to integrate Colvary use dandelion plus plus, which is integrated natively or use I2P zero, which is really easy to plug in or, or Tor, which is easy, easy to plug in. Um, oh, Hey, Andres. Hey,
1: hello, Buck.
0: Welcome back. We're, we're, we're covering the, the quick, uh, or quickly, but I think we're mostly done with the, the Thor Chain and Haven news. Did either of you have any comments on that before we get back to the atomic swap stuff?
1: Nope. No.
2: Yeah, Maybe next know. time when, I, when there may be more details and I've read up on it more, but. Got time, it. No. So what, what type of infographic
0: did you want to make on today so it'd make things easier for people?
1: Look, I know I live in like, like in kind of a second world country, I just had a tiny power outage. So that's why I was offline. So, people, <laughs> don't use decentralized <the> exchanges. <laughs> if you're not on a stable power grid, that's basically that's We point, just prove it live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to use a time swap, especially if you send like a really narrow confirmation window, which is variable. You can set whatever it is before it's returned. Um, yeah, if you're doing that on it. Uh, an unreliable power grid or unreliable <laughs> internet connection. So basically you're saying that Comcast users are just not allowed to use atomic swaps, is, is basically what
1: we I have no experience, experience but but with Comcast, but I know that AT&T as well, people love to make fun of of them being unreliable. I don't know. I guess the grass is always greener on the other side.
0: That's true, but the grass is also always greener if you complain to the FCC about your, <laughs> about your connection, because suddenly you're Reliability will improve in my experience. They nice. did nothing to change their end, but after I filed an FCC complaint, all of a sudden it started working again. It didn't go out for hours a day randomly, so.
1: Yeah, the trick here is to 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 say that you're going to switch with pro- providers. That's basically what people everybody does all the time. <laughs> Not enough, I want to switch my IP, okay. <laughs>
0: Hey, so, 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 sorry to interrupt you, Andres. Um, so it says they are not hearing you on stream. I can hear you, which is odd. I can try reloading. Yes, can the can, Wait, can you hear him?
2: Yeah, I can hear him perfectly clear. Oh, so. goodness. I mean, it's cool cool UX stuff for those
0: two. I, I am not getting him on my other can you try reloading i'm sorry i i I hear you so it seems like both of us hear you but for some reason the uh the recording computer is not and then i'll just leave it as is so that i can see the uh the audio mixer as it's coming in um yay fun stuff (laughs) um sorry about this so he was talking about um just how they wanted to have um, preferred paths. For people. All right. Try again. Hello. You're good now. You're good now. Okay. So sorry.
1: Uh, they, they everybody missed, everybody missed the best part of the program. That's all. <laughs> that I'm wrapping up. That's all I, I have to say in this, in this program.
0: Want to give like a, a, a 15 to 30 second. <laughs>
1: I don't know. They, they didn't hear anything. Uh, now, basically about the, the effects of the atomic swaps is that we're probably just following the same the same path that we followed, uh, at least on the implementation in Moneruio, that is make a probably at first very or too nerdy implementation, even if we try not to see what the problems are and what people what what ways people find out to screw things up because they will and we already do and then make changes about it and iterate on that because because um it is uh it is um, my my whole point before was that it is a very difficult trick to pull to guess all the issues beforehand. So but first we make it very safe. Uh, that's the whole at least all the Moneruio approach is please first make it safe uh, even if it's annoying and then we try to relax security somehow or some uh, assurances that we require from the user like are you sure are you really sure sure super sure click okay okay no 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 just kidding really really sure yes yes you will be sending your money okay you will be spending okay do you have your seal written down for sure, for real? Because we cannot recover it for you. So at first, we make it super nerdy, even if we try not to. We put a lot of warnings in there. And then we start to relax things when we see that people know how to use it, know what the dangers are or, or what the roadblocks are. That's basically the idea.
0: Speaking of the swaps, did you both see it was like a... Unstoppable Swap, I, b- I believe, is the name that came out. They are a website that indexes public facing makers. So, those who are willing to effectively sell XMR for Bitcoin, you, you send them. Did, did anyone here see that?
1: Just so it didn't, didn't use it.
0: I think it's a pretty interesting idea because at the moment, I mean, they they do have at this point some form of maker discovery. It's a little interesting, uh, but mm-hmm. it uh, um, it's convenient to use the website that's that's in the middle. You probably need to trust the website to not like uh, pretend to be walking you through an actual atomic swap, but actually be doing something else. To be like, oh, it's an atomic swap. Send Monero to this address. Like that's, mm. that's very different. <laughs> <laughs> totally not our address, but, uh, it is overall think, an interesting idea, a useful idea to have like a, an aggregation site. Um, I don't think they actually even have a maker involved that is at least when I checked that was willing to do trades on mainnet, but, uh, maybe they'll come eventually who knows, but, uh, sorry, a question came in saying, I'm the speaker working on Committer forecaster. Uh, no one here is like part of those three project or those two projects, but, um, we're familiar with both. Nope. So, that's uh, I, I just thought that was pretty interesting. In terms of other tools too, binary fate um, talked about. So, you know how with xmr.to, there used to be some like community tools that came with that. And since xmr.to doesn't exist anymore, they kind of put these under a new, uh, was it mellow.tools? It's just like a list oh. of like uh, like faucets and stuff, useful tools. Uh, Did either of you have a chance to look
2: at those two? No, I'm pulling up the, I'm still going through the unstoppable swap stuff. It looks like it's pretty recent. Like, I mean, probably should just do, uh, you know, who is on that domain, but it looks like the Reddit at least was only created, or subreddit, I should say, was only created like two days ago-ish.
1: I have to try the new Melo Tools nodes. The XMR that t- that you know uh, nodes were some of the best in my experience. We we usually they're pretty reliable. Yeah, they were really very re- reliable. They were really fast, and we uh, we usually uh, we use it very often to troubleshoot people with nodes because nose issues are the most Still, the most part of the issues that people have with wallets, at least with wallets like Monero, that uses external nodes. Whoever solves the nodes solves the, <laughs> solves the world. But yeah, it's kind of like that, yes.
0: Still, uh, you still know, do like a, a broad discovery, right? You don't have to fall to like a specific fallback node, right, anymore?
1: In Monero, we have yeah, to change what? that. We changed that on the famous node incident of December 2019, was it? When the whole attacks of the nose because nobody, <laughs> it was madness, uh, nobody knew what to do. Uh, from that on, we tried to hit the middle of the ground there um, because we, by default, when you have a new installation and you don't know anything about it, you have some nodes pre-configured have you have one node that is uh, maintained by us by the modeillo team. You have uh, like five five more, I think the most the the most well-known community run nodes. Um, i I can even check it right now. And then, if you don't have it that before had if you had like a previous installation, it it didn't put that uh, for you. So in case you are like very paranoid and just want to use your nodes. Nothing is going to be autocomplete. But we have like we add like a button that if you're having issues and you don't know what to do, and you and you are screaming at your phone and you don't know nothing about nodes, you can say, okay, restore, restore like trust nodes. And it will populate the no the auto-discovery um, list that you have with those nodes. The issue that we have is that before that, we relied on auto discovery for the nodes, right? Because we thought it was like the most ideally decentralized and it was, uh, cool. Pretty, it was cool. It was, when was cool when that came out. Yeah. It still works like that if you pull down. I mean you you can do this and you pull down and it will scan for nodes for you. But you have like an option that says restore default nodes and you have like Monero outreach nodes, Monero World, the Monero nodes, the support XMR. Several of those nodes. And those are reliable and they work. So basically the way that we try to achieve like a balance between people being cyberpunk hardcores and using their own nodes is we don't populate nothing for you if you don't choose so. If you just pull down, you will refresh with automatically found nodes, free nodes. And if you and if you put restore nodes, you will give you like the community trusted nodes that work very well.
0: So you, you, your your fault. Your your backup isn't the uh, uh, cipher trace nodes. You know the no. But that
1: that be to primary. I would have no issue adding the the cipher trace node. We'll get just back. Like saying, no. Just issue like, adding adding like back saying, back you know, like you heard it here first. Yeah. Just like saying, you can have your node. You cannot see my monitor anyway. <laughs> it was kind of the the, the NSA ban that you had it on your broadcast. Yes,
0: well. yes, that was essential. We're really missing out, not you know, with this yeah. live stream that is public, we you know we really just need to
1: But okay, shows aside, you, you hit like a, a, a fair point that we find sometimes when we are explaining Monero, especially in Spanish to some of the people. It's like all the whoa, wait, 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 but what if I don't know, what if I don't know, sci-fi trace, bronze and no, all. And you have to make like a mental gymnastic every time and say, OK, wait, 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 wait. Because people come into the chat all the time asking those questions I say, OK, well, maybe if you're connected to know that it's like evil, they can know that you're using Monero, but they don't know what anything else about it. I mean, they don't know what, how much you're sending or who you're sending to. Is that right? Yeah. Ah, oh, I feel so much easier. So yeah. All those things. But well, well, wait, 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 what if my the people that I'm sending to is a bad person and they're trying to for me to know what well, no, they cannot they can't know how many Monero you have. I mean it's still to do, but I think we should make like a website that is kind of like choose your own adventure uh book, you know? So you start fresh and it's like okay, I'm I'm buying Monero on Binance. You're a You you lost. Uh, you're dying a pit of, of something, of burning hell. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. They know that you're. I mean, they know you're two purchase monero. They may tell your government that you bought monero sometime in the, in the past. They can say they can say where they send the monero to, but after that, eh, maybe they not so much. So all those ramifications of possible scenarios. I'm making fun of of course. If you don't make it fun, nobody's going to use it.
0: You gotta have like a a comparison to be like, person signs up for Binance and buys Monero versus buys Bitcoin and withdraws <laughs> Monero versus wa- withdraws Bitcoin and. Yeah,
1: every time that you just you touch Bitcoin, it's like, oh, you die. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh it's like those junior oh, adventure yeah. books. It's like, go to be
0: five, and it's like just
1: you die. <laughs> yeah, you die. It's the same. the same ending every time. Uh, yeah, you're in the library. You somebody snitches your laptop quickly. You ca- you cannot do anything about it. It's like, oh fuck, yes, yes fuck. All that time. Yes. Again and again.
0: What, what's what's your wackiest idea, Scott, to add to a choose your own adventure, Monero versus Bitcoin book?
2: Oh shoot. I, I the whole any all endings and then death in Bitcoin is pretty hilarious, but uh um, trying to think of like Wacky. It's been forever since I've read like a choose your own adventure. Like I only did like the goosebumps, choose your own adventures back in the nineties. Um shoot. Uh, I don't know. Just trying to think of, you know, mechanics, I guess like infinite loop or something, but
1: <laughs> yes. it, it's you it's know, there's fine. no
0: ending. It's just endless. Like you trade bit, you you buy Bisk from uh, or Bitcoin from North Korea and BISC you lose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, X and yeah. I like
1: yeah. I I, like I will, I would like a loop that is, but we have to figure out a way that to to make it loop like twelve times because you sold your Monero to use it on DeFi and then you you farm somewhere and you put the wrap farm token into a new pool to farm some other thing and you loop it like several times you're a millionaire and then suddenly ah, uh, it's a problem on the on the smart contract you lose everything
2: you die yeah yeah i'm sure you, i mean it's not super wacky but i mean you yeah. could probably throw in some fun community culture references like you know lost your stuff in a boating accident etc so
1: yeah, that you win. Got a lot of traction. You lose everything in a boat in yeah, you, you win. win. There you go. <laughs> you win. <laughs>
0: That's actually really funny.
1: You make a, a guy like this with authority. So in a, I don't have any. But oh, the, you, the are, poor. you are poor. You are poor.
0: That's the girl with the boat in the background. <laughs> yes. You win. That lightning strike meme got a, a decent amount. That's on the, the Monero memes Twitter. You can see just. And on Reddit, someone posted like this lightning strike that came out of nowhere and just like totally destroyed this boat and obviously someone had to tie it to a Monero joke at, at that point, right? Random lightning strikes coming out of nowhere and wrecking havoc on things. Just, just kind of funny joke. <laughs> um, Someone asked a question, are atomic swaps, uh, do they leave traces about that swap? Um, if yes, is it possible to hide that trace with something else? Um, so on the Monero side, there's nothing that signifies there's a swap. But on the Bitcoin side, yes, you can see that a swap has been occurred. So uh, the Bitcoin, to all intents and purposes, can kind of be to, to, you know, considered tainted to the extent that it's known that it's associated with the swap with Monero or highly likely to be. So um, watch your Bitcoin side. Monero doesn't solve yep. the problems of Bitcoin. Right? If you're making a Bitcoin transaction, we can't hide the info you put on the Bitcoin network.
1: You should, stop, you should swap Monero from
2: Monero. <laughs> yeah, you just use so the. That would be the safer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I don't mean, really no, oh, no. I mean, I don't think if if you're solely going one way from like Bitcoin to Monero, I and I could be wrong here because I'm not super up to date on, you know, international policy here, but I don't think any of the exchanges will likely, you know, shut down your account if they see you engaged in a swap like I, and you can correct me here if i'm wrong uh, justin but i mean i don't i don't think that would be considered suspicious because people make trades all the time anyways it would be more so if the other way you know monero to bitcoin then you're you know obviously with atomic swaps who knows where that bitcoin's been but at least bitcoin to monero should be fine i would think
0: yeah, I, I mean, this is so new I, and no one's using it. So I highly doubt anybody's putting any effort into it. Um, but who know I mean, it's complicated and it depends on what your counterparty uses the Bitcoin for, if that's it's weird or, you know, and it depends how people want to address the, the these challenges. But at the moment, I, I highly doubt anybody's looking at it. Um, but it is a permanent record. So they can always just go back and be like, oh, I care now and be like, oh, well, Two years
1: ago, you did this. What was that? So too bad. I no, think it's, I mean, the, it's, it's the most, it's the trickiest part of the whole atomic swap yet. I haven't. It, it would be fun to see. I mean, it will be fun to see because, as somebody who who watched the Daniel Kim presentation with the lemons and all that, it is a tricky part to 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 to, to see yet. Who is going to be on the on the other side and? If it's going to be like a premium for those swaps for moneros because on the on the bitcoin science is too risky, I don't know. I guess we will see.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think to some extent you'll see the the efficient market kind of play itself out there to some extent, where you'll see what the real cost is of you know having to to trade in certain jurisdictions only, and you're just going to yeah. see that kind of materialize. Like, it's not the case that, uh, you know, BISC has, the existence of BISC hasn't made the spot price yeah. of Bitcoin the same everywhere. It's just kind of shown where it kind of falls, you know, <laughs> among everything else. So you can see the costs a little bit clearer. So it's it's interesting to see. Uh, <laughs> Uh, someone, same person asked, or actually not the same person, just a different person with the Monero logo. And shockingly, there are quite a few YouTube accounts with the Monero logo in the chat. Uh, they say, don't you guys think that any Bitcoin acquired via Farcaster or commit, uh, will be considered tainted similar to CoinJoin? I would say that's a risk. I doubt it's happening at the moment by anybody. It is a risk though. Um, and again, it's a retroactive okay. risk. So people could be like, no, we're, we're totally good. And then two years be like, actually we have some questions. You die.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's sl-
0: that's that's a good one. You can have a slow death. Someone's going through, they think they made yeah, the yeah. right decision. It's going like pages and pages through, and then two years down the line. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, really,
1: yeah. You're doing really great. That that swap I did like two years ago, life has been good, man. Suddenly. <laughs> I need
0: this book. I need this book. Whenever, yes. We should include a choose your own adventure and Master in Mastered Monero second
1: edition, you know. Yes, I will tell Sarhat about that. We totally should. <laughs> sure. At the end, you know, so to see if you I mean, you think you you got the book? You think you understood everything? So take the test and see.
0: <laughs> that's actually real like a, a test at the end is probably a good a choice. Test at the end.
1: Yes, that's a good idea. That's actually a really good idea. Basically in, in nine of ten cases you die. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, people will be looking for the for the for the Easter egg ending when you die, but also I don't know whatever. <laughs> the I will try not to make something. Like <laughs>
2: okay,
1: yeah, you die, but actually, yes, actually, you are living on, on a foreign a island Nero with me, all me your monero. Yes, <laughs> on the Monero Citadel. And then on this application, of course.
0: Yeah, that, we should we should explore those things. I'll talk to Sarah Hack and see if we can we can add a, a quiz at the end. I mean, probably it won't be a fun you die thing. In the yeah, <laughs> in the no, end. yeah, yeah, you have to die. Otherwise, <laughs> no fun of that. But it would be good just to do like a how much did you understand? Here's like a twenty question thing on like some of the basics and see what people respond if yep. they understand the basics and be like, congrats, you can go to a meetup and not sound like an idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all, That's challenging already.
0: Especially yeah, if, you have, if, you have, if, you if you have ideas a, for make good good Monero-based questions, leave those in the chat. We'll, we'll be sure to go through those and, and see what makes sense there. Um, because I think
1: that is a pretty exciting idea. If we only have people from the Mastery Monero team in uh, the chat, if only I know. If only.
0: Too bad Scott here. You need, here is not you need to get
1: you need to get Serhat here. Okay. I don't know how you're going to do it, but.
2: Uh,
0: anything else I missed on the Monero side of thing? I know it's probably too complex to cover here at the moment, but there's discussions about things like TX chaining in relation to how can you Proven atomic swaps, different ways of doing selection with binning with triptych to save on it to be more efficient. And like there's various Monero research lab discussions that are going on right now. And I'm sure people have questions about them, but frankly, it's pretty complex to cover. And, and we're still pretty early. So.
2: so, I mean, the next time this will happen will be after DEF CON. So we might as well throw, you know, if you're interested in, you know, it's a- Cybersecurity, InfoSec, or just you know, just general hacking around, picking locks, anything really, breaking things, learning stuff. Uh, DEF CON conference is a hybrid this year, so it's a combination of virtual and on-site, although at least in the case of the village that we're putting on, which we've had to rebrand from Monero Village to the Cryptocurrency Village, because the guidance essentially um that's a thing that's happening early august and there is a um, excuse me there is also we're doing crowdfunding through kind of the magic grant program which justin can probably throw uh, a link to it but if you want to send some you know pico monero or what have you to help fund the the village that's also appreciated. So, I think that that's mainly my my plug for the the cryptocurrency formerly known as Monero Village. Uh, dot com. So.
0: So Andrea uh, sent a comment saying that they would really like captions next time. Um, I believe YouTube disabled auto captions for live streams. I think that they made that like a Google Pixel feature or something. But um, YouTube will still auto-generate captions at the end. If if, if those are still incomprehensible or whatever, <laughs> do let us know. Accessibility is important, and so we want to make sure that we're able to cover that as much as possible.
1: Um, I would love to see what Google comes up with my my caption.
0: <laughs> exactly right. Um, someone asked for more details on the renaming. I mean, I. Just broadly, DEF CON didn't really want villages named after specific projects. They wanted to be like about broader topics. And so, exactly. So, Monero <laughs> Village was, was like, they, they didn't love the name, uh, sadly. So, uh, do you we have should any other put
2: like,
1: on? Yeah, we should put like secret cryptocurrency with orange and gray logos. To <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. good one. Only only yeah, only private
0: the private by default cryptocurrency the private village. Default,
1: yes. <laughs> the big anonymity set cryptocurrency that's funny, yeah, I um, I do
0: think the one benefit we have going for us with the cryptocurrency village name is that it's broader and so it'll track people a little bit more. Some people don't know what Monero is, and they will know what cryptocurrencies are, so we will show up and be like, oh look, and then we'll hand them a booklet that's like here's your Cryptocurrency Village information, and here's your Monero information. Sure. <laughs> we, we, we have the opportunity to, to really do that still. So. Um, I yeah. want to see
1: both, both brochures. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: And I think it's important too. Like I know a lot of people, and obviously if you're listening to this live, especially you're probably pretty hardcore, you know, Monero, super knowledgeable, but not, I mean, even, you know, we've seen hackers who you know with ransomware that continuing to use Bitcoin and kind of pay the price for it essentially so even if you are technically savvy that doesn't necessarily mean you're you have a decent knowledge base in a particular you know field so people may not realize you know you know they get into dogecoin because of you know the price fluctuations the means and so forth and you know they may not realize that a lot of this stuff is you know essentially a permanent traceable linkable ledger and so you you know having a more broader kind of topic base allows us to kind of hit the the points that you know we all kind of value and know of of in terms of like what's important for privacy and so forth so absolutely yeah so it's,
0: it's still a very privacy-minded cryptocurrency village <laughs> and uh yeah. we to some extent, I, I, I think we should see it as a community. Like, sure, it's disappointing. But ultimately, who is given the responsibility of doing a cryptocurrency village? And it wasn't the DeFi, pro- it wasn't a dog coin project, right? Like, it was someone who knows what privacy and security are. And will take it very, very seriously. So I think that it is good that we were trusted with running with this very sensitive village for some people who frankly hate the cryptocurrency space for a lot of the reasons that many Monero contributors hate the cryptocurrency space, it's broader. So, um, yeah. Yep, for networking, it is a really important event to, to get people to be knowledgeable about Monero. And of course, a lot of fun too. I mean, where else are we gonna meet up besides the shirt that someone else is wearing here? Is someone going to be able to meet up with a bunch of Monero-minded individuals in person? Um,
2: yeah, that's that's true. Who knows when we'll have the next Confranco? Yeah, it'll probably be twenty twenty two,
0: sadly. But yeah. So. Is, oh yeah, the CCC is is that happening in December, and is that still in Leipzig?
1: Yeah, I think the next one is going to be in Leipzig. But you know that they are very secretive about about where they are going to be until kind of last time. Uh, but everything aims at it being in Leipzig. And so far, it may even happen this year. But there's no confirmation of like live, in-person meeting still. Last year, there wasn't any. Last year, it was all virtual. Got it. Um, I don't so- know. I suppose it will, it will depend on on the whole variance and stuff. Last time, it was huge. But I know that DevCon is huge, but the the Leipzig one, the last one. Well, a lot of people together. <laughs> it was kind of like a pre-Corona thing because you have to wash your hands every five meters or so. There were stuff everywhere to clean your hands. Not the not the face masks, but to clean your hands because it's like the the how do you call it? Like the fair flu or something like that. That everybody got sick a a, a week after after the conference. So
0: Wow! Yeah, that, that definitely sucks. I can someone barely
1: imagine after <laughs> with COVID times.
0: Someone, someone asked the question: Is Seth going to be there? Yeah, Seth Simmons said that he would be at. Uh, he's. I don't think he's going to DEFCON, but he said he's going to. He'll be in Vegas during that time and we'll be able to meet up with Monero, you know, interested people while there. And yeah, I assume we'll we'll will be a the the Monero party. That party is going to be fantastic. I'm so excited. They do not have a foosball table, though. Big oversight. I was gonna beat everybody. I was gonna win so much Monero off people by playing foosball and tricking them, well tricking them to play foosball against me and then just beating them all. But I can't do that. So I'll have to beat them in bowling instead. There's a bowling alley, there's a boxing ring. Like it's ridiculous.
1: <laughs>
0: Leave it to a Monero party to have a boxing ring at a party. Like, come on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, any final any final comments here?
2: Yeah, and tickets are going to go on sale. Yeah, I heard.
0: Yeah. I heard they were supposed to go on sale today. So keep an eye on party. on Reddit, uh, the Monero subreddit, the Twitter, whatever, the all the fun stuff. But uh, so, um, yeah, it it should be a lot of fun. I I'm really looking forward to be there or being there. Um, any final comments it's about it's about time here uh, this this week? No.
1: Nope. nope. The cat is making noises, but no. All right. I want,
0: to, I want to quickly thank Scott for running the first Monero space meeting in a few months. So thank you so much, Scott, for doing that.
2: Yep. So I guess on that note, uh, well, well, I'll just say attend the next, I don't take up too much time, attend the next space meeting just because, you know, there's, there's some ideas about, you know, if we want to launch a Lemmy instance or maybe have a Framasoft calendar instance that I'm... I'd like to ask and get feedback on, but maybe I should save it for Reddit or something. But anyways, so. Yeah, at the moment we're using Google, it'd be
0: good to get off that. And that's a, the calendar you can follow at the moment to track events is at Monero dot space slash calendar. But that is on Google, it'd be good to get a, you know, a self hosted thing that actually did sync properly with people's calendars, because if it doesn't sync, no one's gonna use it. So we need some that actually works. Um, but yeah cool stuff so uh that's is that in three or four weeks scott the next one
2: uh it would in theory be the third saturday of every month so that should place it four weeks i think let's count out in my calendar here one two twenty the first then right three four five so five weeks i think am i counting that right one two one two one, two, yeah. three, five weeks. Yeah, so five weeks. So but anyways, yes. So that's a meeting you can attend if you're interested in getting into providing feedback and more decentralized infrastructure for the community. Perfect. So
0: thanks Scott for that. Um thank, thanks Scott and on Andres for being on. It's been a lot of fun this this week. Sorry we pushed this one back compared to the previous Uh, Monero meet. Again, follow the calendar though to see when we have the next one scheduled and hope to catch you in the next one. Thanks for being part of the Monero community. Take care.
1: Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.